1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. At the Munich Security Conference, there's been much discussion about a truce agreement reportedly in the works between the United States and the Taliban. With more on that story, here's Ben Thomas. It looks very promising. Defense Secretary Mark Esper says it would involve a seven-day halt to Taliban attacks before signing. That means uh, taking some risk. Peace talks between the Taliban and Afghanistan's government will begin within 10 days of the signing. We can only be governed in a democratic system. We're a pluralistic society. President Ashraf Ghani says as long as Afghanistan remains democratic, the Taliban is not much of a threat. I think the society has been immunized against that type of radicals. Because if the Taliban had support, why would they be so afraid of elections? It all could lead to an 18-month phased withdrawal of U.S. forces. Ben Thomas, Washington. This is SRN News. Larry Elder sees the Democrats scrambling. There is nothing short of panic on the part of Democrat donors and Democrat adults. Bernie Sanders is officially the frontrunner. And Bernie Sanders voters believe he, Bernie Sanders, is the best person to take on Donald Trump and believes he's the most electable. That's how deluded they are. They don't know what to do. The Larry Elder Show. Afternoons at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot intelligent radio we know meaningful conversations are important to you that's why you listen to us each and every day here at the patriot and that's why we think you're going to really like our brand new sister station freedom 1570 that's the new freedom 1570 and online at freedom 1570.com this past four o'clock sunday afternoon let's take a look at your twin cities forecast from the great plains windows and doors weather center we got partly sunny skies today. We reach a high of 23, and we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next right here on The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Varicose and spider veins. Wow, what a gift from my parents. They had them and I got them. And not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and I really hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked, what are those things on your legs? I was done. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The procedure took about an hour and I was right back to work. The staff made me feel so comfortable and the results, well, even my husband noticed. Vein Clinics of America has been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced in the U.S. Look, I've been doing the commercials for vein clinics for years because I really believe in them, and you can trust them too. So stop hiding your legs. Vein Clinics of America accepts most major insurance plans. So call now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-606-1010. 800-606-1010. That's 800 606 10, 10. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. 
People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE11 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-11 to 85850. My portfolio's diversified. My 401k is maxed, but my savings account just sat there till I switched it to Marcus by Goldman Sachs. I'm earning way more now, and just between you and me, my savings are right on track. Feels like I got upgraded for free. You can, money. With an online savings account from Marcus by Goldman Sachs, you could earn much more interest than with the largest banks. Sign up at Marcus.com. Comparison made to the three largest U.S. banks measured by total deposits. Rates as of January 21st, 2020 may vary by state. Goldman Sachs Bank USA, member FDIC. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way around, and so I always do what Bernie recommends. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and that means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the victory hour. I am Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm fame. Downtown Minneapolis premier law firm, Parker Daniels Keyboard. And every week on Sunday at this very hour from 4 to 5 p.m., I come to you with some opinions, some talk, and all of it will, God willing, be smart, plain talk on politics, Israel, and the law. This week, no different. I'm glad that you have joined us once again as we have regular listeners coast to coast and As I say, this week will be no different. We are going to focus this week on politics. If we have time toward the end of the show, I want to talk a little bit more about Israel, Israel politics, uh, primarily here in the United States, as it is brewing. We may even talk a little bit more about the deal of the century, the peace plan that was offered by President Donald J. Trump a few weeks ago, and we now have a good body of response from world leaders, countries around the world, but also from pundits and organizations here in the United States. And you might be surprised, maybe not, to learn who is uh, for and again the proposal by President Trump, a very bold proposal. I think everyone would have to agree. So uh, we will get to that a little bit later on in the show. But 
This show today is going to be focused on politics, as in a little bit we will be joined by famed author, journalist, and lecturer Barry Castleman, who has followed national politics, written about it in publications from the Weekly Standard to Real Real, uh, Clear Politics, Politico, The Hill, Washington Examiner, The Washington Times, on and on and on. A national columnist, Barry Castleman, will be joining us on the show today, and we're going to talk a little bit uh, Democratic primary contest and see what Mr. Castleman thinks. He is a political observer and uh, uh, lecturer and political raconteur for sure. It'll be a very interesting discussion to talk about democratic politics. And he also writes every week, a few times a week, often, on the Prairie Editor, which is his blog. And we'll talk a little bit about the blog. And uh, he's got an international readership. And appears it, it appears every week on his website, BarryCastleman.com. So we'll be talking to Barry coming up. I, you know, I wanted to, to, to give you my opinion, though, on a subject that is widely being talked about in the media and, uh, and, and written about as well. And I uh, was looking at this on the front end before hearing all of the opinions across the board as I saw across the AP come this uh the uh the sentencing and the request by the prosecutors as it related to the sentencing of one Roger Stone uh and you know I do have an opinion on this subject it's interesting it's an interface here uh an interconnection between politics and the law Roger Stone being found guilty on a number of counts of lying to Congress. Many say uh, that it was a complete setup of Roger Stone. Uh, It's pretty clear that the powers that be in the FBI and in the Justice Department, uh, who uh, are not uh, political but are uh, longtime bureaucrats, some call it the deep state, others say, legitimate, long-time, apolitical bureaucrats doing their job. But it was clear that they were out to get Roger Stone. Didn't have to do much other than see the CNN coverage of his arrest, where the SWAT team's out in force to arrest this uh, 70-some-odd aged Roger Stone, when he was at home in bed with his wife, who is uh, deaf, I believe, uh, and disabled, and uh, they rousted him out with uh, more than a dozen SWAT team uh, uh, officers, guns drawn. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was outrageous. And what was CNN doing there? You know, Tucker Carlson has covered this, uh, uh, but it's, it's a point that needs to be underscored. They, they were out to get him, and they have continued, and they have uh, a staunchly liberal uh, 
Democratic judge on the case, uh, who now, uh, it has just been reported, you may be hearing it first on this show, has just been reported she has called for a Tuesday phone hearing on this case. Monday, tomorrow being a holiday, their first opportunity back, she is calling for a phone hearing in the wake of the four prosecutors handling the Roger Stone case, all withdrawing from the case. And uh, these prosecutors did not like the fact that Bill Barr came in and said, no, we're not giving him seven to nine years for that. And good for Bill Barr. You know, people are making this a, a huge issue out of the president's tweet, etc. Listen, I don't agree with a lot of the president's tweets. And I don't know that it was uh, judicious of him to send this tweet. But he has the right to express his p- opinion. He did not have a private meeting with his attorney general telling him, do this, do that. Other presidents have done that. To suggest that the attorney general is not a political position is to ignore reality. Barack Obama, perfect example with Eric Holder. Uh, You know, Barack Obama, nobody had a problem when he came out with his press conferences about how uh, the police were wrong in that. You remember that, uh, uh, what what do you call it, the beer summit? Where he, where he had the police uh, officer or sergeant or whatever and, and this professor who had gotten into this uh, tussle over um, the arrest and the propriety of it of, uh, and, and, and killing that occurred. Uh, it was, listen, he got involved. The president got involved and he got involved publicly in calling into question the conduct of the police. The case, had just, it hadn't even been investigated. And Obama did that. Same thing in the Trayvon Martin matter, where he immediately came out with statements about what he thought. I mean, Trump didn't do any of that as it related to Roger Stone until it came to the point where it was a seven to nine year Request by these prosecutors on a lying to Congress charge. That's, you know, rape in this country, the average is three to three and a half years in prison. It is outrageous, seven to nine years for that. When Clapper and Brennan sit on the sidelines who have openly lied, they're on video of lying, unquestionably lying. And they're not even indicted. And to suggest that Barr is taking improper political action, he's doing what is right. It is outrageous that it was seven to nine years. And by the way, he does it the same week that the decision is made not to prosecute McCabe. Something that Many would rule the other way, and if he was so political, why would he do that? He's a straight shooter. 
president can uh, express his opinion just as Barack Obama did a number of times. And Roger Stone should get no more than a year. He should be punished. Listen, should the president pardon Roger Stone at the end of all of it? There's a hue and a cry over that. Personally, me? Listen, the guy was wrong. He's paid a price. He's already paid a significant price. Everyone knows he was wrong. He knows he was wrong. Yeah, pardon him. That's my view. There it is. That's enough. Put down the mic. You are a rude, terrible person. Bill Clinton, he lies to a grand jury. Nobody says peep, no boo, boo, nah. The same people that give him a pass are out for blood. Nine years, Roger Stone. I mean, it is just hypocritical. All right, we're going to be right back with Journalist, columnist, lecturer, author, weekly, Barry Castleman. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk Democratic uh, primary nominating process. It'll be interesting. You make sure to stay with us and jot this down in the meantime, because you may have some questions. You may have some comments for us today on the Victory Hour, 651-289-4488. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520 800-218-9520 That's 800-218-9520 
Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. We are back. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. And yes, you are tuned in to the best hour of radio in the entire week. And we are talking politics, Israel, and the law once again. We're going to talk politics now. We are going to take a look at uh, a little bit closer look at the Democratic primary battle. Who is going to face off with Donald J. Trump? Who is bold enough, brave enough to face off with the President of the United States with more winning and successful results for the American people than any president uh, in recent history for sure? Uh, And we could list them. The, the long list of successes. I have done it on the show previously, uh, and we will upcoming. By the way, speaking of upcoming, uh, in the next few weeks, we're working on both of these, and there, it's just going to be a couple of really good shows. We are working on having uh, house manager Jim Sensenbrenner, who was a manager in during the Bill Clinton impeachment on to talk about the impeachment of Donald J. Trump from a historic perspective, the impeachment of Bill Clinton uh, being in Congress for both of them, and now having announced his retirement after more than 40 years in the U.S. House of Representatives and the highest-ranking Republican in the House and the second-highest in the entire House. So we're working on that, and uh, it may well be next week. Uh, Two weeks from now, I will be in Washington at the APAC Policy Conference trying to bring some sanity to Washington. It's one of the few places that has uh, sane ideas of trying to keep the world safe, and that is APAC. I may be able to broadcast live from APAC and give you an up-to-date report. But we're also working on having Rudy Giuliani on the Victory Hour. And uh, that is not yet locked down. But I raise it because it is true. May well happen. We're closer today than we were yesterday on that. So make sure to stay tuned on that one. But today we are very excited 
to have with us on the show author, journalist, lecturer, columnist, regular writer for the Prairie Editor, which has an international readership, and follower of American presidential and national politics since at least 1972. You'll remember uh, that amazing and crazy year of Richard Nixon. He's been a contributor uh, to uh, our guest to many national publications, including the weekly Standard, Real, Real Clear Politics, Political Roll Call, the Washington Examiner and Times, the Rothenberg Report. Mr. Barry Castleman, a close friend of the show and a close friend of mine. Barry, welcome to the Victory Hour. Thank you, Andrew. It's a pleasure. So, Barry, I, I really have wanted to have you on for some time because I, I wanted to talk to you and get your judgment, your perspective on the Democratic primary race. It is interesting, of course, uh, three years ago, three uh, and a half years ago, uh, when the Republicans were battling for a nominee, uh, 17, I believe, at the get-go, the Democrats upped that number at the get-go. And it's been a couple of really crazy primary seasons. Focusing on the Democrats here, what's your, uh, just give us an overview to start with, what's your take on the direction that this Democratic nominating process is going? Well, it's, it's become uh, simpler and more complicated at the same time. Uh, we've seen virtually every one of the major candidates become temporarily a front-runner and then sort of uh, go off the, off the chart. Uh, remember when we thought uh, we were hearing that Elizabeth Warren was almost a certainty yeah, and it was Kamala Harris before that. Kamala Harris, <laughs> yeah, and of course Joe Biden, and now it's Bernie Sanders. Um, but this, of course, by the way, uh, is a pattern that when you have large numbers of candidates and no one has really got it locked down, this is the pattern. If you remember, in 2012, we saw the same thing on the Republican side when we had so many candidates, even Newt Gingrich. Uh, yeah, in 16, yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Uh, and so so the, the point is, uh, the situation has deteriorated, as I see it, uh, for the Democrats because um, they went through a, an impeachment process that ended up in uh, with nothing. Um, they're, I don't know, think they really thought they could remove the president. I think they thought uh, that they could damage him sufficiently. Uh, but as uh, we learned from the uh, Clinton impeachment, if you uh, impeach a president and then you don't remove him, uh, he usually ends up more popular than ever. And that's, of course, exactly what's happened to Donald Trump. His poll numbers are at their highest levels, uh, not just in Rasmussen, which has generally been positive for him, but even Gallup and the International Business Daily. Uh, all, all the polls are showing improvement. Um, the contest now goes, of course, to South Carolina and Nevada. Nevada is next. It's a caucus, but a lot more well-organized, I think, than, than Iowa was. Um, Iowa was a, was a disaster for the Democrats. And uh, New Hampshire, uh, of course, in, in Iowa, the candidate who got the most 
the highest turnout was was Bernie Sanders. But Pete Buttigieg got got more delegates. Of course, this was uh, fed into uh, a complaint from the 2016 when the Sanders campaign said the Democratic establishment was conspiring to prevent their candidate from from winning in Iowa and elsewhere. And uh, there's some evidence that that was, in fact, true. And now that he's now the front runner and having won uh, the most, the, li- the highest turnout in Iowa, and then have actually won the New Hampshire primary, he has been acknowledged as sort of the current front runner, uh, and he he does have some support in the in the in uh, in, Nevada, in South Carolina. And What's your prediction, Barry? I mean, do you think he's got staying power? Well. I, I think that uh, I, I wrote a piece uh, in the last few days saying, what if it's Bernie? And I said, and the other question is, what if it's not Bernie? Uh, the point being that if, if, if it's not Bernie, it could be even worse than if it's Bernie. Uh, I think most Republicans feel, and they may be correct and they may not be, that if Bernie is the Democratic nominee, uh, the president will be easily reelected. In fact, in a landslide, um, uh, that would seem to be because Bernie is a self-proclaimed socialist and has made no bones about it, and is not necessarily he appeals to his the party base, and the party base has been moving leftward uh, over the last several years. But the fact of the matter is that the voters in the middle, the independents, the undecided, the, even those who are Democrats and Republicans, but who could change their minds, uh, those are the people who will decide the election, and uh, Bernie doesn't seem to have a lot of appeal there. But if it isn't Bernie, if it isn't Bernie, what do the Bernie people do? Having seen that their candidate was uh, sort of pushed out in 2016, and then he he played the good soldier and he endorsed Hillary, although his, some of his supporters didn't vote for her, uh, and now he's back and he's doing well, and there is evidence that there's a, a stop Bernie movement, which is including allegedly Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and many others who don't want Bernie to be the nominee. So what if he isn't the nominee? What do the Bernie voters do? Well, uh, I think they, they, some of them, a few of them, will actually vote for Donald Trump, uh, but I think most of them, Many of them will stay home. Uh, now, it's true. Virtually every Democrat doesn't like Donald Trump. There's an antipathy there. It's very powerful. And that's what a lot of Democrats are counting on, that the antipathy to Donald Trump is greater than the division in the Democratic Party. However, I think in the case of Bernie Sanders, if he is denied the nomination uh, and, and there's a kind of a stop Bernie movement, I think it will create a very negative effect among Democratic voters. Now, we know already the Republican voters are aroused. If, if the impeachment did nothing else, it got all the, even the people who weren't very enthusiastic about Donald Trump, got them mad. And they're coming out and, they, and we're seeing record turnouts for an incumbent president in primaries. New Hampshire was a record for Donald Trump. So the Republicans are turning out. Now, We've got a lot of states, you know, the Electoral College is how the election is decided. 
So it isn't a popular vote election. And there are several Midwestern states, Pennsylvania, Ohio, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, uh, which have a tremendous impact on who gets elected president. Uh, Trump carried almost all of them. He didn't carry Minnesota, although he came close last time, but he carried most of the others. Um, and that gave him a pretty substantial electoral college margin. If you don't have the base turnout in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, where there's a very large black population, and black voters give enormous pluralities to the Democratic nominee historically. If they don't turn out, uh, and if you've, you've, in the case of western Pennsylvania, coal country, where the Democrats have basically snubbed their nose at their own voters, their own union and, and blue-collar workers, as has happened in the 7th, uh, excuse me, the 8th District in Minnesota, you see uh, Donald Trump making a strong appeal to working class and union voters, even as the union leaders are, of course, supporting and helping uh, Democrats. You know, Barry, so, yeah. it's it's interesting that uh, you, you raise the point that Sanders voters may stay home if he doesn't win, particularly if they perceive that it was stolen from him. And by the way, if it's Michael Bloomberg that ends up getting the nomination, spending hundreds of millions of dollars as a billionaire, a 60-plus billionaire, and having the rules changed to allow him to be in debates, etc., it will put a punctuation mark on uh, a point, uh, an exclamation point on the Sanders voters staying home as they'll be quite angry uh, with that. And if they stay home in the states that you identify, that you just identified, it could be the difference for sure. Very good point by Barry Castleman. And Barry will stay with us uh, after this break so you make sure to stay with us as as well and give us a call if we have time we'll try to get you on the air 651-289-4488 and while we're on this very short break a break that geez i gotta say i miss you already and we haven't even gone to go to parkerdk.com we'll be right back Talk to you soon. Open AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. Limitless access to intelligent talk. 
Stream AM1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Thank you for supporting our advertisers. Hey, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot. Learn a little bit more about our advertisers by tuning in to the Cormark Metals Business of the Week. We give a little extra airtime to our local partners to help you get to know them better so you can make an informed decision when you need their services. Listen to the Business of the Week Monday through Friday at 9.04 a.m. and 6.04 p.m. Sponsored by Cormark Metals. Learn the skills to create income so you don't have to touch your savings in retirement. Call today for a free investing class at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Learnwithota.com. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. We are back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. And I am joined today by political raconteur Barry Castleman, author, journalist, and lecturer. He has seen many a many presidential election over the 50 years in which he has covered presidential and national politics. You can go uh, get his blog at BarryCastleman.com, known as The Prairie Editor. Go to BarryCastleman.com, B-A-R-R-Y-C-A-S-S-E-L-M-A-N, and get The Prairie Editor. You will uh, definitely learn a few things about current status of affairs in the Democratic presidential primary contest. Barry, we're joined by a caller. I'd like to take one of the uh, calls that are on hold for us now. John from Plymouth has a few questions about energizing the Republican Party. John, what do you have for us today on the Victory Hour? Hi, guys. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. You know, I agree with uh, what Barry mentioned, that the impeachment kind of gave everybody a little bit of a boost, but I think there was a groundswell already there that was mm-hmm. building. I'd like to hear your comment on that reg- regarding the president uh, being a bold man and tackling things that the watered-down Republicans in the past were just too afraid to do something serious about. Well, that's you know, it's a very good point, John. Thank you very much. 
for bringing it up. It it is it is uh, the boldness of this president. It is the fact that people listen to you when you're running for office and make promises, bold or otherwise, but certainly bold promises. And then when you when when president after president fails to meet those promises or even attempt to do so, or worse yet, does the opposite, which has happened repeatedly, people after a while simply get sick of it. And this president has not done that. He has not only pushed for what he promised he would push for, even to his own political detriment, arguably, but he has achieved in many, many cases what he had called for when he ran. Barry, what are your thoughts on the groundswell of, in the Republican Party even being stronger than it was in 2016, where he narrowly prevailed in light of the actions and statements and pushes that this president has made along the policy agenda of uh, what he promised? Do you think it will be stronger for him in 2020 than it was in 2016? Well, first of all, one of the things I've learned over the years is that voting is not a logical process for the most part. It's an emotional process. Yes, logic and facts and things all play into it, but it has a lot to do with emotions. And what you've seen here. Uh, is a presidential candidate in 2016 who understood the voters uh, as few others ever have and was able to pull off the upset of the of the century, I think. Um, I think that uh, uh, it's, it's a question, you know, the, uh, the as, you, as has been pointed out, the president has kept many of his promises and it's a rare case, and I think that uh, you, you haven't mentioned the details, but I think particularly in the cases of, of the uh, changing of the regulations, the n- naming of so many conservative judges, uh, of his foreign policy, his pro-Israel foreign policy, his uh, policy in regards to many things which are undecided, his policy towards China, his policy towards uh, Europe uh, is, un- is yet to be Sure, his, his trade policy, his tariffs, his tax reform, and now he's going to work on infrastructure, and he continually pounded, let's build that wall, his immigration policy. You know, all of it. He, he didn't back off any of it. Right. And I think that uh, one of the things, I, as things stand now, Andrew, I think the president is in very good uh, shape politically for November. Uh, but we, we have to wait and see who the de- Democrats nominate. I mean, so much will depend on on how the Democrats uh, attempt to resolve their great internal divide. I mean, the, the real motif, the theme of 2020 on the Democratic side is the fact that you have a very large number of uh, center-left, moderate, liberal, progressive, I mean, they're not conservatives, and they don't like Donald Trump, but they are certainly not uh, interested in Medicare for all and many other uh, schemes which are being labeled 
as socialist or too far left to be practical. Well, what and, do you think, that, Barry? What do you think about? <clears throat> you know, I, I yeah, I don't I don't think they're going to go for Sanders, and and if it is Sanders Trump, it, it likely would be a trouncing because so many people, even on the Democratic side, will will stay home. They won't vote for Sanders. And if Sanders uh, loses, a lot of his voters may stay home, which may be a problem. But what? It, let's say somebody catches fire. You know, I think it'll probably be Bloomberg, although fire and Bloomberg don't really go together. He's not the most uh, charismatic or exciting guy. And I don't know that he'll be able, even with all of his money, uh, to um, uh, coalesce a, a a group sufficient to beat Donald Trump, a group of voters. But but maybe I think he will get the suburban uh, woman vote that that sort of strength uh, and maintain that sort of strength. Uh, the others I think fall by the wayside. But what what do you think of Amy Klobuchar's campaign? Uh, many. Uh, who listen would want to hear your thoughts on that. Well, I, of course, Amy is the Minnesota senator. We all know her pretty well. Uh, she has uh, created an image of being a moderate uh, Democrat. Uh, she votes pretty liberal. Uh, she, I, I, I give her credit. She's campaigned hard. She's, she's been persistent. Um, and, but she didn't do very well in Iowa. And she did very well, better than expected in New Hampshire. But the next uh, uh, two states, uh, South Carolina and Nevada, she she doesn't necessarily have a base. And, uh, you know, once you've done well, you need to follow it up and keep going. Uh, because as, as, we've, as we've seen, uh, the, uh, the, the, the media is very uh, flippant when it comes to rating people as front runners or uh, their their chances and uh i think that when we get to super tuesday the question is uh, what 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 would be her base uh, because really the problem for amy was that mayor Buttigieg of, of of south bend really stole her thunder early in the campaign he really was the kind of candidate she wanted to be uh, occupying the alternative to, to uh Joe Biden. Uh, I'm not really convinced yet. I, I think Elizabeth Warren's candidacy is probably gone. But everyone has decided that Joe Biden is finished. And you know what? He may be. And I realize he's not the greatest candidate, uh, certainly not the kind of candidate he was when, in 1985-86 when he ran president the first time. But the fact remains that he still has a big base out there, and he has a big base in South Carolina, and he has a base in, in uh, Nevada, and certainly has a base in in in, in uh, Super Tuesday. We have to remember, you've got to have a majority of the of the delegates to be nominated, and in historically, most Democrats and Republicans have had, have accumulated enough so that even if they don't have exactly the right amount, the the election was the nomination contest was essentially over. We may have a situation here, especially with with uh, Bloomberg entering the race in Super Tuesday, where you have Biden, Warren, Bloomberg, uh, Buttigieg, uh, 
and even Klobuchar with with delegates, uh, enough delegates, so nobody has it has it sewn up. And if that happens, you're going to have a very explosive convention. And as I pointed out, they wake up on the first of August at the end of the Democratic convention with three months to go, a divided party, having spent much of their money, and a very, very uh, strong and well-financed incumbent president, Donald Trump, uh, uh, having not, having, not having had to spend any money and not having been uh, uh, attacked uh, because the Democrats had spent most of the time attacking each other. So the question is here, how do the Democrats pull it all together? And you know what? You know, if somebody says to me, uh, as you have and so many have, have asked me, make a prediction. Who's going to win? Who's going to do this? We don't know. This is the most unprecedented. If we think 2016 was unprecedented, believe me, 2020 is going to be even more so. Yeah, it sure, you know, it sure uh, looks that. And Andrew, as you wrote, as you mentioned, I've covered elections since 72. Of course, I was only 15 years old when I started. But uh, actually, I'm not kidding. But the (laughs) fact of the matter is that um, I've seen a lot of elections come and go and a lot of different situations. I've never seen anything quite like this. And and the country, and we, we also have a different country. We have social media. We have we have a candidate uh, who is making no bones about these attempting to literally purchase the presidency, certainly purchase his party's nomination. I mean, no one has ever spent anywhere as much money of his own as Donald, excuse me, as Michael Bloomberg is, is spending uh, to get the Democratic nomination. I mean, it's, it's unprecedented. It dwarfs even Tom Steyer, another billionaire, it dwarfs what he spent. And by the way, he's, he's uh, uh, I noticed in the polls, he's going to get some delegates too. So how is, how is the Democratic Party in, a, in the next two or three months going to put together uh, uh, their, their party when you've got everybody after, after attacking each other and, and the delegate allotment to each candidate, you know, one of the things about the Democrats is nobody gets all the delegates in a state. So everybody gets a share uh, in New Hampshire. Yeah, and it's based upon their, it's based upon their vote. So from February right. 3, this is for, for everyone's <clears throat> information, Feb 3 to June 6, the Democrats vote in order to get a nominee, and they elect delegates from the states. And the delegates are proportional to the percentage of vote that a candidate gets in a particular state. And you have to have a certain threshold in a given state in order to get any delegates. There are 4,750 delegates. You need 2,376 of all the 4,750 delegate votes needed to win any subsequent ballots of a contested convention. So when you go to the convention, you need that number of delegates. And that's what they're vying for. When we come back, we're going to talk to Barry Castleman a little bit about how many delegates will be awarded as of the March 3 Super Tuesday election for the Democratic nominee for president. You make sure to stay with us. 
We'll be right back. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com where you will see what is often referred to as an award-winning website. Stay tuned. Make it before too late. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, Call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard. And in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Just a city boy back with you on the Victory Hour. 
I'm Andrew Parker, and we're joined by Barry Castleman. We're not going to be able to get to some of the issues I wanted to talk about out of Israel. We'll try to do that next week. But I did want to talk to Barry Castleman about the Democratic nominating process, maybe educate a few of you about some of the numbers here. There are uh, 4,750 delegates, as I indicated, 3,979 pledged delegates, 771 automatic delegates known as super delegates. Those are the ones that came in and all voted for Hillary Clinton and swung the election over the nominating process last time over to to her versus Bernie. Uh, at least he complained of. Uh, and on the first ballot, the superdelegates don't play a role. So it takes, uh, I believe, 1,990 or 91 pledged delegates in order to get the nomination on the first ballot, and then those 771 come in on the second ballot. That's how it uh, it works there at the Democratic nominating process. Barry, uh, do you know how many delegates are Isn't it like 40% of the delegates will be awarded uh, as of Super Tuesday? I think it's actually 45. Okay. Uh, you know, one of the things about the front-loading of Super Tuesday... It always was a Super Tuesday, and there were always a number of states. But now we've added two huge states, California and Texas, and, by the way, Minnesota. One of the things that uh, uh, is a problem for, for Amy Klobuchar is that she, that Bernie Sanders won Minnesota in 2016, and uh, Mike Bloomberg has opened 15 offices in Minnesota. So she, uh, she hasn't even, can't even count for certain that she's going to win Minnesota. But coming back to the front loading, you've got, I think, about 400 delegates alone in California. And since that's going to be divided, I mean, everybody's out there competing. And with Kamala Harris out of the race, uh, those 400 delegates are going to be divided. I don't see how any candidate, including Mike from Bloomberg, can accumulate enough delegates to have the nomination assured going into the Democratic Convention. Uh, I think it could happen. Somebody could catch on here, uh, and it could be Bloomberg. Um, But but, it it sure looks like what you're saying, and I agree with you, Barry. Odds are at this particular time, and it could change, we're going to have a brokered convention. Thank you very, very much to Barry Castleman for educating us, helping us, speaking uh, smart plane talk on the Victory Hour, as we do. Barry, I hope to have you on again, and thank you for being on the Victory Hour. It was my pleasure. You've been listening to the Victory. We will be back next week for another impassioned hour, the best hour in radio. Make sure to tune in 4 o'clock Sunday to the Victory Hour. Thank you for joining us once again. He leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough. 
so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. 